Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson, episode five in our series on diet methodology. And of course, I had to include include flexible dieting, Adam, macronutrient-based tracking, but more so not because that's my thing, but because I think we need to define it better going forward in what it means for everybody. And this is a huge topic. I have so many friends out there like Gabriella Fundero, Gabrielle Fundero, Lauren Conlon, everybody who's taking this and saying, hang on, hang on, hang on. We still need health values. We still need some sanity. This is not just a license to eat horrible food. So obviously it is now the most normalized diet methodology in the world. I firmly believe that. You ask anybody how they're dieting right now, they just start listing macros. And so how do you see this now, 15 or 20 years later, after you first encountered it, Adam? Where, where where does it still need to go, and what do people need to understand? Kind of the same things people needed to understand with meal plans, too. Uh, it, it's just in a different, you know, um, set of words. And uh, I think the biggest thing is now with flexible dieting, we have an extreme lack of preparation. So when people get their three numbers, they don't really plan their days and there's faults in their plan because they either forgot to track something, but the same thing can happen on a meal plan. You can get the wrong percent cottage cheese and you're up eight grams of fat a day. So, um, the active human error is just still there. Uh, you know, with meal plans, you put someone on a meal plan, you give them a food that they don't tolerate well, they end up with a digestive issue. Well, with macros, they could happen to select that food. <laughs> so you, as always in coaching, it's more than just a plan. It's more than just a protocol. And uh, we really voice that a lot when we have clients sign on with us. But I just think in the world of coaching, there's so much uh, cookie cutter stuff out there that everyone says customized programming. And I know 20 of those people who it's definitely not customized. So, you know, just salesmanship and actually delivering the product that you say it is, is key. And uh, that's really what clients are seeking right now. Man, that word salesmanship really jumped out at me. I have been starting a lot of new clients from the beginning of the year. A lot of them are general population clients who who really don't have a solid anchoring in macronutrient-based tracking. And even if they've heard of it, it's just not their norm. It's not what they do on a daily basis. And so I always tell them, you know, we don't have to start exactly there, but if we don't get there quickly, it's like covering up your gas gauge on your car with duct tape and it's like well you know you got to put gas in there sometime you don't know when you're empty you don't know when you're full but you just you just put it in there once in a while and you just hope things are going to go in the right direction when you are tracking food with precision accuracy it it's liberating it's not rigidity it gives you the boundaries where you know okay this is what i'm consuming now i get to eat the foods i want and so my definition, I've really worked on kind of crafting this down a little bit. Flexible dieting is eating the foods you like or eating the foods you want in the amounts you need to reach your goal along with your health aligned values, whether those are vegetarian or something else, you, you, you want to stay within those parameters, but it's eating the food you want 
in the amounts you need. So it's it's a budget. It's just that simple. And when when I do have certain meal planning mechanisms for a client or myself, it's like, okay, I know I like that food. I know the amount I really want for that particular meal. If I eat that every day, that's a consistent variable. And I don't have to worry about that one. I can go to the next one. And you can still leave yourself room for a lot of flexibility day to day. But the more those meals you have in place, which you can change from time to time, you just get the best of all worlds, meaning predictability and consistency. And yet still, you could throw a bomb in the middle of that day's schedule. And all you have to do is revert back to math. Okay, what do I need for the day? What do I need to stay on track? And it's truly that simple. But yet executing it takes a little bit of time, a little bit of practice, and then it becomes very, very easy as well as simple. Yeah, I think people are so sought out for the answer versus the lesson. Uh, I can't think of a more helpful conversation. I had a conversation with a client about water intake, and she just said, do I do a gallon a day every day? you know, I I hate to answer that because that's every, you know, social media or media influencers uh, narrative is a gallon a day and they act like they sold you the world on the internet. And uh, that's going to solve all your weight loss problems. But, you know, some people a gallon a day isn't enough. So, you know, did you look at your urine color? So, um, and hopefully people are willing to listen to their body and look into these lessons because we want to teach more than just a process. We want to teach people how to do this for life and how to manage their health, you know, after they stop working with us. Yes, emphatically, yes. And I even heard a scientist who's a researcher, not in nutrition, but he's in the neuro field, yet he quasi has interests in nutrition, bodybuilding, fitness. And so he'll occasionally throw out some content in this realm. And I heard him just yesterday throw out the old heuristic, well, one gram of protein per pound of body weight, boom. And we do want those little symbols and heuristics to say, okay, I got that little simple rule. I can tuck it away, move on to the next, but that's just wrong. I mean, what if you're 400 pounds or you're 200 pounds? What if you're 102 pounds and 6% body fat or you're 40% body fat? That changes a lot, and that's just not a scientific enough answer. So when you look at all of the agencies that quantify and study something like protein need, don't you want to have exactly the right number, at least as a target? I mean, the, the health scientist in me gravitated toward that kind of analysis for a reason. I want objective, accurate information. Then how we apply it can go from zero to 100. You can apply it very, very loosely and you get very, very loose results. You can apply it very stringently and effectively and analytically, and you're gonna get more consistent, predictable results. But don't blame that on the method. If you have a psychological hangup, that may be on you, not on the method. This is just a tool. It's a tool for maximum accuracy and you get to apply it how you want. And that's where I think people really need to refocus on macronutrient tracking and flexible dieting. Yeah, and you can customize it for you after that. You know, if you want a little bit more fats for flexibility, by all means, you know, break the thermic effect a little bit. And that may make you have better consistency. So there's 
beyond the physiological component, there's a major psychological component on what you can stick to. 100%. All right, guys, and Adam, thank you so much for being a part of this series. Uh, as I hope you can see, a lot of tools. And I think you should use the best tool for the job in every scenario for yourself personally or for your clients if you're a coach. But we will see you next time in Contest Prep University as we kind of roll through the year and, and try and get some of our previous topics rehashed a little bit and, and updated. So we will see you next time in Contest Prep University.